Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. I am chatting to Keanu Raves about their brand new EP. How are you doing this morning? Morena Candice, I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Good, I am great, thanks. And so, so stoked to have your brand new EP in our hands. It is called Rugged Coast. Tell us a little bit about the creation of this EP. Yeah, so the, the title Rugged Coast comes from the fact that the EP is kind of based on or inspired by um, a road trip over to the West Coast. Um, just really inspired by the the rough terrain and scenery um, driving around the West Coast and what kind of tied in nicely with that was kind of at the time what I was really exploring with my production was um, a particular or a couple of particular um, styles of um, synthesizing sounds with like FM synthesis and wavetable synthesis and the FM synthesis in particular to me has always kind of conjured up really kind of like cold sounds Mm. and so I kind of thought that yeah those kind of cold hard sounds kind of really fit into this atmosphere of the rugged terrain that I was kind of vibing off that west coast road trip so yeah that was kind of the inspiration behind it really. So sick and I love it when artists sort of draw inspiration from their environments because you are also based here in the South Island. I think that here in the South Island especially in electronic music, we have this really, really rich culture of, like, dark, swampy, just, like, really hard-hitting sounds. Did you take any of those inspirations into the EP, or what kind of sonic direction were you going in? Yeah, I mean, that was that was exactly it, basically. I just kind of, based on that, that road trip and that um, kind of rough terrain, um, kind of rough unpredictable weather that you kind of get on the west coast as well um that's exactly what i was kind of trying to conjure up um but what kind of tied in with that as well is um a little bit of like a sense of kind of like nostalgia i guess like when you come back from like a holiday or a road trip and you have this like really good time uh but then it's kind of it's over you know and then (laughs) it's like back to reality and it like very quickly seems so far away like (laughs) so there's kind of a Such like a bittersweet feeling. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it hurts, but it hurts so good. And not yeah. only are you an incredible producer, you are also a very sick DJ. Have you had the chance to play any of these tracks out live yet? Yeah, a little bit. I've um, I've been sprinkling a couple of them in my more um, recent sets um, and playing tomorrow as well, so I'll definitely get one or two in the mix tomorrow. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely have been um, splashing them in my sets here and there. <laughs> and how have they gone down with the crowds? I think pretty good. Yeah, what, one thing that's been um, interesting or a little bit of a challenge for me, I guess, um, typically a lot of techno um, in terms of like the structure and arrangements of the tracks is that they are very... Um, DJ friendly like they're intentionally super repetitive and loopy um, and this this CP I think definitely it, it is it's techno it's pretty repetitive but also there there is kind of like a an arrangement progression that you know kind of has it's, it's quite melodic Some a lot of the tracks are quite melodic and some of them are kind of more DJ friendly than others but I'd say that as a whole 
the EP kind of leans toward not being super DJ friendly. Mm. So even like though they're my own tracks and I know them really well, I do actually find them somewhat challenging to mix in a set with kind of more traditional loopy techno. So um, yeah, good luck to anyone out there trying to <laughs> trying to mix them. Um, it's not it's not too bad. There's only like one of them really where I kind of deviate from the really classic 16 bar loop kind of structure um and that was mo that wasn't really intentional that was kind of just a limitation of um the last song on the ep i used um a hardware synth and groove box to kind of write that and when i kind of came up with the initial idea for the track uh i was just kind of jamming it wasn't like an intentional thing that i was like writing a track for the ep i was just kind of jamming and i recorded the jam just kind of in one live take and then i was like huh this is actually pretty cool and it doesn't <laughs> suit the vibe of the ep so I just decided to like get it in there, but it was kind of a little bit too late to, yeah, I kind of just already committed to this like structure where I wasn't paying too much attention. And so it's, it's a pretty weird structure for DJ. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, uh, oh well. I think that that's really cool though, because I think oftentimes when DJing, you can kind of get a little bit trigger happy and you end up only mm. playing like 16 to 32 bars of a track. And I think that sometimes you don't really give a whole song justice. So if you just fully stitch mm. up the DJs, make it really hard to mix with, then they have to play the whole track out and appreciate the whole experience, you know? That's, that's true. That's so true. I could totally relate to that as well. I definitely know I've got a tendency to <laughs> mix quite fast between tracks just because I know I like to keep busy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, so feel awkward. I don't want to be like, yeah, exactly. I don't want to be standing up there looking like I'm not doing anything. So as soon as one track's in, it's like, right, let's get the next one going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny. Now, you said that with this EP, it, you know, quote unquote, isn't as DJ friendly as your previous tracks. When you are producing new music, do you normally keep in mind mixing it in with your current music? Or is it just sort of freestyle, whatever happens, happens? Yeah, I mean, I... I yeah, that's something that is always, to an extent, on my mind when I'm producing, because ultimately I want people to play the tracks and see it's myself included so definitely it's always on my mind to keep it uh relatively dj friendly but i guess um it also just depends on what style of track like my um my background in music goes back a long time before i got into techno and electronic music i had um a pretty traditional um music upbringing um playing in like brass bands and yes. playing like guitar and bands and stuff as well so i long before I got into producing dance music, I had a very kind of like songwriting kind of structure um, embedded in me, so like one of the challenges when I started producing dance music was trying to make stuff that wasn't too song-like mm -hmm. um, and definitely that's something that I've yeah worked on a lot over the past couple of years, but that's also something that's kind of always a little bit there for me as well, so sometimes um, I'll be producing and I'll be like, ah, I'm making this a little bit too melodic, a little bit too <laughs> song structure. I need to make it just like way more repetitive and just like club tool kind of vibe. Yes. Um, so yeah, it kind of just depends on the style of track. Like sometimes I'll be producing a track and I'm like, I'm really going to lean into this as just like a club tool. It's going to be just super repetitive, um, just like a loop. 
Uh, whereas other times I might lean a little bit more into being like, okay, I'm going to embrace the melodic side of things. And although I'd like it if people played this in a set, like, I kind of feel like it's also a track that could just stand alone as like a listening experience from start to finish. So yeah, it just depends what I'm feeling. Yeah, I love that though. And I think that, you know, as somebody who enjoys electronic music and tries to share that with people, I think one of the most common criticisms of electronic music that people have, especially within the genres, is that every song sounds the same. You know, every techno song Mm. sounds the same. Every drum and bass song sounds the same. These are quotes, by the way. This is not me saying this. Don't clip this. (laughs) Ruining my career. But... You know, I I think that sometimes that can sort of ring true if you're not paying attention mm. very carefully. How do you go about Absolutely. making each song an individual listening experience and not getting sucked into, you know, quote-unquote, making them all sound the same? I think it just comes down to, like, experience and also, like, inspiration. Like, I, I definitely understand where people coming from if they're like not into a certain style of genre where they think oh it all sounds the same because yeah I mean I definitely sometimes feel about that about other genres that I'm not <laughs> as into I'm like oh it all sounds the same but, like, I definitely understand that it's like techno by nature is super like repetitive but I think the the more you get into it the yeah you're right the closer you kind of pay attention and you start to pick up on the the nuances and the differences in the intricacies and so I think just by yeah just so experience just by listening to a lot of techno and trying to produce a lot of techno over the years I've just got better at kind of understanding what makes a, a good techno track and what makes a really effective techno track on the dance floor and also what's going to work well for keeping people interested so yeah you just kind of learn as you go like definitely if I think back to um, when I first started producing techno and I wasn't kind of taking it that seriously because it was just like a new fun thing to do <laughs> and then when I did start to take it more seriously I was like right I'm going to work on this really hard and after like maybe a year or two I was kind of like oh, alright I've, I've cracked it you know I'm on, I've got it <laughs> got it locked down I'm yeah. it and then and then like another couple months later when I listen to more and more and get more inspiration then it's kind of like I realise all the stuff that I don't know and I'm like oh and I, I just cracked it <laughs> like, <laughs> But, yeah, it's just, I think it just comes down to experience. Like, yeah, definitely over... Yeah, the more I do it, the more I kind of improve and understand the, the little nuances and intricacies <laughs> of the genre that will hopefully resonate with the wider audience. The learning... <laughs> well, they might think it all sounds the same. <laughs> <laughs> the learning curves are steep, eh? Steep! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. speaking cool. of fantastic techno one of the lead singles from the ep called great coast road it's been out there for a minute now but of course now it is released as a whole alongside the ep tell us what kind of sounds to expect from this track oh very very deep uh rumbly kick and really kind of cold icy um chord stabs and then I've got a pretty tasty little um, vocal hook in there as well, which was um, cut from a uh, hip-hop a cappella. And honestly, this is really, really bad, but like I genuinely couldn't tell you what the original hip-hop a cappella was because <laughs> it's one of those things where 
again, I wasn't necessarily trying to like produce a track for an EP. I was just playing around with some stuff, chopped up this acapella, and then kind of like just went through a process <laughs> of like changing it, resampling it over and over again until I eventually got it to a point where I was like, oh, this is quite cool, quite unique. Maybe I'll use this in a track. And then by the time I actually did go to use it in a track, I was like, I don't know. I can't remember what this was before, <laughs> originally. <laughs> so, like, quite bad. I mean, I, re- I feel like I should know, and I should be able to, like, give credit to the original artist, but, I, yeah, I genuinely, I genuinely couldn't tell you where, where that vocal came from, actually. I, one day I could probably sit there and troll through all the samples that I have on my computer and probably work it out, but it would be, yeah, a bit of a time-consuming <laughs> process. Honestly. Yeah, tasty little vocal hook, cold chord stabs. Big rumbly kick. Classic techno. <laughs> yes. Well, to be honest, you've probably manipulated the sample so much it's probably not even super recognisable anymore. So, psh. Oh, well. Bada yeah. bing, bada boom. Get your knife and fork. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> Save <Exactly>. as. <laughs> and, of course, you mentioned that you are playing a gig tomorrow and I am certain that you have a very busy summer. Tell us a little bit about your upcoming gigs. Ew. Yeah, so over summer, I'll, I'll be playing at Twisted again yeah. over the years. So that the um, yeah, that is that's the main that's the main event for me. Um, I'll be playing two two sets there. Um, playing a DJ set um, on for the um, lateral movement crew, uh, which should be really fun. And their ethos uh, is kind of like playing. Techno and techno adjacent stuff that's as weird as you want while still being danceable. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, if I like that brief, yes. try that, that'll be interesting. Try, yeah, it'd be a good excuse to uh, explore some of the weirder, wonkier stuff that I've got in my um, library. So that should be really fun. Uh, and then I'm also going to be playing a live set as well uh, as part of the Green Room Takeover. So the Green Room's our show on um, RDU that play um, 100% Aotearoa electronic music so really stoked to be repping them and having the opportunity to play a live live hardware set as well which is um, something I haven't done too much of um, recently well at least stuff by myself so more recently what I've been doing with live hardware stuff I've been um, mainly doing that alongside my um, band MIDI Committee with some of my um, Ototahi Contemporaries, so we're a five-piece live techno boy band. <laughs> boy band. So thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we embrace it. We embrace it. We're, we're a boy band. And so we've been playing, yeah, we've been playing um, gigs sporadically over the last kind of um, two years. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I've been focusing my energy in terms of doing live hardware mostly, but it would be cool to, yeah, have the opportunity to do a solo live hardware set. And then... Um, with my MIDI committee boy band, we're also going to be playing a festival um, near Wellington in February. I can't um, say too much more at the moment because it hasn't uh, there hasn't been like announcement stuff <laughs> as of yet. But yeah, you're in the Wellington region in mid February. Yeah, keep an eye out for the MIDI committee rolling through with some live hardware techno. Yeah, <laughs> let's run it, the legend Keanu Raves. Congratulations once again on the EP release. Thank you for your time this morning. Can't wait to stomp to some 4x4 first thing in the morning today.
Epic. Thanks so much, Candice. Really appreciate it. Yeah! The legend Keanu Raves on their brand new EP. It is called Rugged Coast and it slaps. Slaps! Now, if you were an avid listener to my electronic show Stomping Grounds, you will know these tracks have been running a muck. A muck in my playlist for a hot minute now. So, so sick to chat to them. So here is the single from the EP. It is called Great Coast Road, 10 to 9, here on Breakfast with Candice. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. I'm deep diving into another tangent at 9. Yow. Podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.